Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Kitchen Table Pod with Thomas 2020. We are sorry for our extended leave of absence as we had to get back into the thick of things of school after spring break. Anyways, this week we're going to talk about what God has taught us so far this semester for each of us. And uh, Jacob brings in a fire quote slash question. Trey talks about a banging book. And Carter and I have, you know, some joke questions to lighten the mood after some deep combo. We hope you enjoy and we'll see you next time. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, we apologize for being busy college students. <laughs> um, we, we've been swamped with, with classes and whatnot uh, coming out of spring break. Um, but we're excited to, uh, to have a conversation today and just fill you in with what's been going on. Um, so today we're doing a little different, uh, a little different flow. Uh, I think we're just going to kind of go around and talk about uh, what the Lord has been teaching us um, through this season, um, this semester. Mm. This awesome time in college yep. to be alive. Yeah, uh, this uh, this week is going to be AKA spirit led. So, uh, <laughs> can I just say one thing before yeah. we like really get started? Here is like three of us have been swamped with school stuff. Carter, I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, failing tests definitely can is like Ooh, considered um, still swamped with school. So. Hey, but you got a podcast though, so yeah. Sure. I mean, I've really been studying for this podcast, um, and we actually just threw out the topic two minutes before we did it. So that's <laughs> so you know I've been studying for no reason. I want to put that out there. So pop quiz, but it's uh, all right. Maybe that's okay. what the Lord is teaching you, right? Yeah, maybe that's what the Lord is teaching you. <laughs> yeah, he's teaching me maybe I need to change my major. That way, <laughs> that way I can uh, work for more than a volunteer position at a school. We love teachers, by the way. Yeah. Shout out. Love you, Mom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone want to start? Uh, I'll start. Um, I uh, so, so let's go back to spring break. You know, my spring break was awesome. Um, it didn't exactly look like going to Destin or uh, some other beach and, you know, hitting the waves. Uh, I went to a tiny town in Texas and uh, got some time away from society to a place. All four, all four of us. All, all four, four of us. Went, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I'm talking about my spiritual um, journey. So I was, you know, speaking about myself being the narcissist. <laughs> so with that being said, I, you know, I, I take a look back and what the semester has been for me. Um, and I have learned how to, uh, rely on God by putting less faith in myself because I, I believe that my, um, my vision for my life, um, at one point was, spirit-led and I feel like it was a calling but at some point in the semester you know I do feel called to teach but I feel like at some point in the semester it became you know what what can I do to make myself look um like the best teacher possible or what and I started to become more selfish with um my intentions and it wasn't to glorify the name of the Lord it was to glorify you know what can Carter do to make Carter look better what can Carter do to to build his kingdom and, uh, you know, it turned out to be not very fulfilling. Um, and it sucks because, you know, sometimes we go through phases in life and you don't realize, you know, I've been stuck for the past three months, been stuck for the past year, been stuck for the past, you know, even if it's a couple of days, it sucks because you lose time. And I feel like 
that's what makes you less effective as a believer mm-hmm. is if Satan can kind of get you off your game and make you, um, you know, think about yourself more than, you know, glorifying the Lord. And yeah. that's one thing that I um, strive to be better at. And it's not, I don't think it's necessarily a hard issue. It was just my, uh, my, my brain telling me to value the things of this world. And that's like kind of what it is, is power. And I was like, what can I do to make myself look better? Um, instead of loving my friends and loving my future students, I was thinking about, you know, myself and it, it's tough, but, um, I mean, everyone does it super yeah. easy to do, obviously. Yeah. So, but it's tough, but you know, I'm thankful that I can say that now it, and it wasn't that long of a time, but it shouldn't go without being recognized because yeah. that's how you get better is recognizing where you fall short and striving to become more like Christ. So, that, I mean, that's definitely something that I've, I've learned this semester specifically. So, yeah, I've definitely, <clears throat> definitely gone through that a lot. Last semester, that was a big learning curve with me. Uh, with just classes and trying to pull everything in so it's super cool too like and you see you see this in the bible even of like old testament you know people are still struggling with the same thing we struggle with and so it's really encouraging and um, comforting to know like oh hey like you know someone out there has experienced this before Um, nothing's new under the sun um yeah i get that for sure yeah Oh, we're going counterclockwise. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Spirit-led. I'll go. <laughs> so something that's uh, really been put on my heart um, this entire year, really, after camp, is just, like, presence, you know? Um, I have the opportunity to go back to camp, and I just recently became a Young Life College leader um, this past weekend. So I have a whole lot to look forward to in terms of like ministry um, and building that. But at the same time, like, what am I doing now? What can I be doing now? And like, there's a lot of things on my heart, um, like just pulling me in different directions of like, um, I don't know how many of you listeners know, but I'm engineering major and like, I really want to go into that field, but also like I've felt this call to ministry on my heart a lot. So like just different pull of like, what does the future have for me? Like, what is God's plan for my life? And like, I've been really, really thinking about that. God's plan for my life. Um, just that whole entire phrase. Like if you really, really think about it, it like brings so much, um, anxiety and like uncertainty. You're like, mm-hmm. I don't know what he wants for me. Um, if I do this, like, is this what he wants? This is what he wants. And then I thought, what if you kind of flip that around? What if instead of saying God's plan for my life, what do you said? my life for God's plan. And like, that just like, Dang. the Ooh, way, awesome. like, that's why Trey's on the podcast. Isn't that, wow. isn't that just crazy right there? But like, <laughs> literally, like, yeah, cause I used to, I used to think, I used to think too, early in my, you know, following Christ, like, God's, God's plan for my life is a straight line. Either I'm on that straight line or off that straight line. And that's obviously a very wrong way to think because there's open doors through your whole life. Like, you know, I can take this job or I can do this on graduation or I can marry this person or I can go here, go here, move here, take this job opportunity. Um, so it's not necessarily like a straight line, but it's more of like, okay, how do I want to glorify him? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which there's a lot of, it doesn't remove all the stress from it. Right. Because like, it's still super stressful trying to figure all that out. But like if ultimately your heart is glorifying God and greater, being bringing greatness to his kingdom, like... 
Yeah. Like, I don't even I know. Think, like, I think it's often, not really a wrong decision, I guess. I think often we put so much pressure, like, and then, like you said, like, <coughs> you know, you, you can either go one place or another, but, like, I've heard it said before, but it's not necessarily where you are, it's who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, can someone say amen to that? Amen. amen. <laughs> yeah, All right. three of us said you're one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm words of ass, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, and I, I'm a firm believer in that because, you know, you never know where your life's going to take you. And you, know, you can put words on what you think God wants for you, you know, but even if your heart's in the right place, you know, you know, you're not always going to make the right decisions and you know, where to go, what to do. But like, if, as long as you're being the right person, your heart is for the Lord, you know, you literally can't do anything wrong. And he's going to use you in every situation too. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's awesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's, it's so comforting to know. Like if you, if you allow yourself to be used by God, like he's literally going to put people in your, in your life and cross paths with you that like need to cross your path. So, um, but I totally get that because I'm, I'm the same boat. Yeah. I'm in the same boat, uh, which that actually leads into kind of what I've been going through this semester. Um, so those are the listeners that know. I have a girlfriend. Uh, we started dating um, back in mm. January. Weird flex. Uh, <laughs> Is that a flex? But things are going, <laughs> things are going super well. Um, but it kind of adds to all this confusion, kind of what Trey's going through, like, okay, what's my future look like? Um, you know, do I include her in these thoughts? Because um, Haven's pretty rad. Um, and, like, growing in that, and it's cool It's cool to see, like, uh, like development of, like, myself through everything. Because um, it's a lot different than my ministry was last semester. Um, you know, being single and being able to you know, pouring into guys nonstop. Um, only restriction was class and work, uh, but now it's like classwork and Haven. Um, part of that's a priority, and it should be. Um, but like learning the balance of that, but also like seeing, like, the ability to glorify the Lord in like every season. So like last last semester, like, you know, I was in singleness and like encouraged. Like I, I reached a point when I was like really happy with where I was. Um, and like pouring into guys about that. But like now, you know, dating Haven, it's been like, I've had a few guys approach me for relationship advice. And um, so like glorifying him looks a little different. I have like a little different experience to be able to, you know, talk to people about. So that's been really cool yeah. too. Um, but yeah, definitely learning similar to Trey of like, you know, it's my, <clears throat> it's my faith for the future based on circumstance of, okay, I've got my life figured out. I'm going to graduate, get an engineering job, and then I'll, I'll figure out, you know, relationship stuff or all my job stuff is like dependent on me. Whereas now it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of getting logical to start thinking about, you know, is this, is this going to work out where we need to start thinking about, um, you know, together instead of just me on my own and, um, how that all plays into glorifying the Lord and, um, different situations like that. So that's kind of what I'm learning and like the faith, the faith behind it of like, you know, if this doesn't work out, I, I'm still going to trust the Lord. Or if this does work out, you know, we're still going to glorify the Lord through, through it all. So yeah, it's just a big test of faith. I think that's what every, you know, every season is, is it, it tests you differently. But yeah, um, I don't know. there's just a lot of growth that comes from that. That's awesome. It's really cool. 
my turn now. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. the spirit does. There's no one in between you and Jake. Yep. Yeah. Sadly. Holy uh, Spirit, got anything to say? No. <laughs> All right, awesome. <laughs> um, Bookshelf, anything? Anyways, it's been an interesting semester. Um, there's been a couple of things. First one, patience, which I'm still short on, but better than I was before. And then, which that's still a work in progress. And it's coming. Well, it, it is for everyone. So, patience. Patience with your patience. And the best way to grow on that is to be tested in your patience, which, which is awful. Happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know who, happens every time I'm around Carter. You know who also struggles with patience? Bad doctors. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. I can't believe you don't high five him for that. That was bad. <laughs> was that good or what? Let me tell you. Was, that didn't I'm register sorry. at first. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I was really. What confused. if they're good patients though? I don't know. I like that doesn't. It's not it's relevant to my bad joke. <laughs> Tristan, before you continue, I got a little story about patience, real fast. Oh, no. um, Mom, if you're listening, sorry. Um, <laughs> so she probably was, is. She's an active participant. <coughs> she subscribes. She supports every week. me. We it's awesome. She's awesome. So I was on my way home from Illinois this past weekend, oh, no. and I exit onto Perkins Road, and there's this car in front of me going 20 mile an hour. And keep in mind, I've been on the road for eight hours at this point. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm like, I'm ready to get out of the car just like see my bros at Carter. Um, that, that, that was a dap. Did you hear that? That was a dap. <laughs> um, yeah, but like literally, there's this car in front of me just going 20 miles an hour. I'm like, what the heck is happening right now? So like as soon as we're off this bridge, um, I'm still in no passing zone at this point. I just like gun it, swerve over, swerve back over. And as I come back over, there's this cop right there and like before i even pass him his lights are on i'm like frick so i like pull off the side of the road and uh he pulls me over he walks up to my window and he goes well that was dumb (laughs) what a way to enter a conversation i I was like uh sorry bro like patience just got the best of me there and like he's like you have your license and proof of insurance i'm like yeah he looks at it like pulling me over he sees i have illinois plates i hand him an oklahoma license and texas insurance he's like (laughs) just so you know the speed limit for this road is 50 miles an hour and don't pass in no passing zone here's your stuff back and he's like you got any questions i'm like nope but a fat thank you is awesome and he said goodnight and i was like all right peace and i left wow the lord works in mysterious ways i don't know i'm like i just knew as soon as they said a fat thank you like those are my exact words i said that too that's cough i'm like a fat thank you I knew in his mind, he's like, I should have gave that kid. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't worth all, worth all the paperwork for the three different states he would have had to go through. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, thank you, Trey. Thank you. That was a, that was a good off topic. Anyways, Tristan, Anyways, patience. patience. Back to my patience. Um, learning, Working on that has come in different stages throughout the semester through different life events, and it's, it's very interesting. And so... One of the one of the stages is wanting to finally move into a house together with these mm. three goobers, mm. and mm. so I'm having to be patient with that. But also, at the same time um, that I'm learning to be patient with that, I'm also trying. I don't know what the right specific word is for it, but I'm trying to not be so dependent. Dependence the wrong word for sure, but not be so attached to my friends that are leaving in yeah three weeks, four weeks because the 
the seniors in my life that won't be here next year with us, uh, they all had a very huge impact on it. And it's, uh, it's just one of those things where even though I'm trying to cherish those moments with them, I'm also trying to make the transition easier for myself because I'm sure within the next couple of weeks, I haven't, I haven't cried over it yet. I don't think Christian, my roommate has either, but I'm sure as we get closer, it'll turn into a big sob fest for oh, all dude. seniors involved. Christian will for sure cry. I'll probably, uh, I'm going to cry. I'm well, he's going to listen to this. So <laughs> you, yeah. Christian, I know you won't cry. You're a man. Oh, Jacob. Thank <laughs> you. Um, Lauren, Lauren, he's sensitive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Christian's told me he, one time the only day in his life he's ever going to cry is when he gets married, but I don't believe that. I'm sure I've, when I've his kids are born. Yeah. I've seen him cry. Um, anyways, but yeah. There we are. Sorry, Christian. I don't really know how to it's, specific dude, word. Yeah, it's tough. And I've been like thinking about that too. Because, you know, my mentor is leaving for Indonesia to go be a missionary. And, like, you know, one of my best friends I've ever had is graduating to be in Austin. And um, a bunch of other friends graduating and leaving and changing jobs. And it's like, you know, that's what's crazy. is like the Lord will bless you with these people in your life. But it's ultimately him, you know. Well, the worst part of it is, aside from Christian, like, living with him, the rest of the people leaving that means so much to me, I've only known for, like, exactly a year, slash been close with for exactly a year, and it sucks that I, even though I moved around a lot as a kid, I spent eight years in one town with people that I don't talk to anymore, and then the most important people in my life I get 365 days with. Yeah, plus yeah. plus you're balancing classes and everything yeah, else with that so. versus like high school homework. <laughs> you know, it's a little unfair yeah, that yeah. when you grow up and, you know, become an adult and realize what's important in friendships and relationships in general, that uh, you only have a small amount of time with those people. Yeah. yeah. That's really, I mean, it, it's a sad concept. Um, I think our finale episode this time next year will probably just be the four of us crying around the yeah. like forty it'll, it'll minutes. Be like, no, I think it'll be like a two hour. Yeah, not a single. Well, I, won't, I wouldn't upload two two hours worth of crying. Just fifty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. it'll be like deleted things. Yeah, we'll just. <laughs> that's that's maybe we should maybe we should do that because I don't know if you guys know we have a lot of uh, beforehand uh, shenanigans that are pretty funny. Uh, maybe we'll, we can start recording. I'll then, just start recording, and we'll yeah. upload bloopers every ten, five or ten episodes. That'd be cool. I, we could just have put to on microphones. If we could put on microphones like midday, you know, <laughs> yeah. as we're walking around. Uh, yep. Like I'll just start recording. Put a mic voice on memos. Tristan and I. We're in class with Dalla Hussein. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that would we'd have to bleep out a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't really cuss in that class. I mean, not cussing, just things that I wouldn't want on the air <laughs> <laughs> for people to be able to find. Nothing, yeah. nothing like no vulgar language. Just things that are very creative. Oh, it's how to super insult creative. People. Yeah, this teacher's. I don't know. We're not gonna. I don't want to say that. he deserves it, but. Anyways, segueing into the second half of our our show. <laughs> it's been just, a little bit of a train wreck, but not too bad. Anyways, it's been a you know we're we're getting back into the routine of things. It's been three weeks since we recorded one of these but uh all right so this seems like a great place to go ahead and take a quick break so we'll be right back yeah that sounds awesome oh, let's do it let's do it oh carter dude i'm so tired i don't know if i can podcast today 
Well, Jacob, just take a sip of this refreshing Diet Coke. Ah, oh, dude, that's so good. It's Diet like, Coke. So good, you know? Diet Coke changed my life. It can change yours. Too. It changed mine. I'm awake now. Diet Keep Coke. <laughs> the drink that elevates your game. <laughs> Alright, thank you guys for tuning in to those Man, commercials. Man, what about we those really... sponsors? Dude, they're so good. I want one. Sick. <laughs> How much do those cost again? <laughs> Get me one. We're drinking them right now. I'm thirsty. I'm though. definitely not. No, we, we actually are just not about to drink soda. Tristan, Tristan, since Tristan's just on the floor, we'll get back on topic. Okay. Um, so, um, I do a little book review thing. Killer. How's, how's your reading life been? Oh, here we go. Um, it hasn't been as consistent as I'd like it to be. Why not? Why is that? Because school sucks, man. Yeah. Man. Amen. I'll amen to that one. So I'm going to th- throw it back to a book I read over Thanksgiving break. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. This book is called Jesus the King by oh Timothy Keller. What a guy. Um, it used to be known as King's Cross. Mm. Um, Why this, did he rebrand? Tim Cook, I don't, I don't know, but like, it's, it's still... Probably not selling enough. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Tim Keller sells lots of Tim, books. He's, he's Tim Keller is a G. I know he does. Okay, he's a freaking he G. But this book is just a walk through the Gospel of Mark, and it splits it up into two sections. Um, part one is the king, and part two is the cross. So, Dang. yeah. That's, that's and I had terrible. to I had to write a little report over this. Um, I have it saved on my computer. If you want it, DM me on Instagram at t r e y m o at Trey Morgan ninety seven would have been an easier way to say that. I know. I about said my email is the thing. I'll just email it to you if you want it. Like if you're that interested in it, it's very good. Yeah, he didn't read it. But I haven't read it, but I'm assuming the book, it's very good. The book is good. The essay's better. Not really. I'm not like Timothy Keller. But uh, we'll go to the rating. That doesn't mean a whole lot. Um, four point six. Wow. Ooh, out of twenty. All of these five, books are very hot. Out of five. I mean, wow. I write stars. Not mm, like can a, I see that book? Not tomatoes. Wow. Yeah, that's not a thing. This is a thick book, people. I'm top. It smells like a good book. Wow. This what is would Trey's rating scale? Because it's been a few days in California. Wow. Aside from stars, with like one being something, t- five being something. Something being like, I five being the like bi- five, five, five being the Bible. No, no, that's, no, 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 no. I'm thinking like yeah, versus no, versus a Rotten Tomatoes is tomatoes. Um, what would like be <laughs> iconic for Trey? Farts. Fake fart noises. Either fake fart noises, um, loopholes. Yeah, um, and in um, contracts. We could yeah. do uh, Marvel chachiness. Marvel. Yep. Ooh, Marvel. Yeah, I like that one. We'll that do the little good. Marvel Avengers A's. Like no, my, what about cars? Oh, my ticket. Ooh, cars is good, too. So you're saying I should relate each book to a car. Like, is this an F-type? Is this a Jaguar Coupe? What is this? This book right here. GTR Stingray. No, La Ferrari. No, no, Can no, I tell no, you what it looks like? Absolutely. I'm thinking it looks like a book. Honda okay. Accord, I'm thinking. <laughs> no, this Reliable. This book, I... Gets you where you need to go. <laughs> Ah, I, it taught me a lot. I would relate it to a Kia Optima. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, that's what Trey drives. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I hate you. So on this scale, Trey, what is the Bible's car? 
The Bible's car? Mm-hmm. What kind of car is the That car hasn't been made yet. Yeah. That's fair. That's, okay. that's a good answer. It's a really good answer. Anyways. Anyways. Jacob, do you have any good quotes from this one? Uh, yeah, I actually do. Um, so since we've had a lot of time, uh, I've had a lot of options to choose um, some things to talk about. But ironically, it actually uh, came up last week. <clears throat> um, I was... Uh, I had the opportunity to lead uh, a co-ed study last week and with, with Colette Bramblett. And uh, it did, it was awesome. I had a really good time. Uh, Colette honestly did a lot of the work to it that made it so cool. Um, the Lord obviously worked through all of it. Um, but it was interesting. We kind of got off topic and Colette like ran with ran with it instead of uh, like sticking to what we kind of had planned, which is just awesome. But uh, someone uh, at the study, we were talking about uh, in John 8, uh, the woman caught in adultery and... Um, you know, holding, holding ourselves to the law, um, versus God showing grace and like, just like the different things that come with that. And so someone had asked, you know, I like, I know I'm saved. Like, I know I have a relationship with Christ. Um, but like, I still want to sin and sin is still like a prevalent part of my life. And like, why is that? Like, why, why is that? And I think that's such a great quote. Like, it's a great question. Um, and I'm, I'm using that as my quote. Cause it, like, I've been thinking about that for a few days now of like, you know, reflecting on my life of, um, you know, my heart's changed. Um, you know, I, you know, I see differently now than I did, you know, two or three years ago and I still want to sin. And like, I still like even actively, like right before I sin, like, I'll think, you know, this is wrong. I don't like, I know this is wrong, but I still do it anyways. And then, you know, conviction comes after, but I don't know. It's super interesting. I think, I think it's a blessing to be convicted of it um, because that's proof of the Holy Spirit in your life. Um, but yeah, what do you got? What do you guys think? Why? Why is sin so prevalent still in a Christian life? Just, I mean, just the fact that sin is human, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's tough, but like since the beginning of time, literally, even the best like. Believers, I say that like lead by example, like the p- most powerful like guys David. in the Bible. <laughs> David, literally a man after God's own heart, that, right? And know, he slipped up with a sin that every guy, str- yep. every person struggles with at one yep. time or another, right? And then you look at him and you're like, wow, like I just how did how did God favor him? You know, mm-hmm. he he sinned, you know, but like that is so anti-gospel, like. We are going to fall short so many times, but that's what like grace and like, you know, that's why we have to live redeemed. And I understand you can't just like, you know, look past your convictions, but you live by the convictions that the Holy Spirit gives you. And I mean, you know, sanctification, becoming more like Christ. I mean, that's what we have to aim for. So we can't get tripped up by the times that, you know, we fall short because it's, it's going to happen. I think too, I mean, for me personally, a lot, um, you know, when I'm in sin and I see the repercussions of that sin, it just reminds me that I am not like, I'm not Christ. I still need Christ in my life. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the fact of that we have the law um, and part of the law's purpose was to show us that we can't do it so that Christ can come in and do it and just prove that he is God. Um, like that's, that's part of the purpose of the law. And like when you're, when you're reminded, like, it's easy to say that, but when you're like living in it and you're reminded of it and like, you actually see the repercussions of sin and like following and like following the sin of like what, 
how world like the, the worldly things that leads to and how un like fulfilling that is yeah it just proves that we need you know a creator and i think i mean for, for me that was a big part of like why you know i came to a, a deeper relationship with christ is because i was you know i was living in sin um, and following sin and and pursuing pursuing uh, a sinful life and um it was empty whereas once you allow christ to you know fill that desire mm-hmm. um you start to realize um, it's a lot more to it than yeah. just. I think it's. Real. I think it's really cool how you brought up David and you brought up Christ, because um, this is something that I've been thinking about a little bit. So like, he, like, being in college specifically, well, not specifically, at every stage of life, like, it's, it's so hard to go throughout your day without comparing yourself to someone else, mm-hmm. like whether that's academically, um, like spiritually, uh, sinfully, or like even like just based off looks or popularity. And we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. And, like, when you say the word comparison, like, it literally sounds like the last three letters in that word are S-I-N. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're comparing yourself to mm-hmm. other people. So you're comparing yourself to other sinners. So in the end, like, you're just literally going to end up like another sinner. But, like, comparison is actually the end. The last three uh, letters in comparison are S-O-N, which is son. So if you're like comparing Ooh, yourself dang. to son, the son of God, dang. Like, I think I was I really confused Trey, where you were going with Trey that. Trey is a pay raise for sure. <laughs> wow. Like well, we volunteer for this, but I think Trey's gonna start getting paid. I wow. So uh, if you're interested in sponsoring us, um, DM us and we'll pay Trey. Trey's that, middle name mm-hmm. is the kitchen table. That's oh my gosh, is. that's crazy, dude! I Trey, forgot about that. The kitchen table. No, it's not. It's Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a woman. <laughs> that is awesome. But no, and like. It's super cool uh, once you kind of realize, hey, even like my spiritual mentors are still sinners. Mm-hmm. And even like the most, like the people I looked up, look up to spiritually, it's like, wow, like they have literally struggled with the same things I'm currently struggled with, struggling with. And it's comforting to know, like, you know, when you come across something else, it's like they've already been there and like I've seen the tail end of that sin and what that leads to. And then it's like, okay, like they can give guidance and speak light into that, which is just uh, super cool. Yeah. I don't know, Tristan, what do you think? Um, what I first came to mind when you started saying what you just said was that today I was listening to a podcast put on by The Porch, and it wasn't the actual Porch service from last week. It was their little Views side the podcast, Views from The Porch, available on, on made, all major wow. podcasting apps. I don't actually listen um, to other podcasts. I only listen to ours. I'm sorry. <laughs> No. Anyways, I'm an avid podcast listener. Anyway, so I was listening to it at uh, at work today, and the one that they released, I don't know if it came out Sunday or if it came out last week, but it was, um, is it possible to love Jesus but hate the church? Mm. And um, one of the things you just said sparked like something that they said, and now I'm going blank on it. But it's something along the lines of how, um, oh, okay, I I got it now. Um, There was a saying in there that he said, if you find the perfect church where everyone there is perfect, you don't go. Because you will be the one to ruin it because everyone's a sinner and there shouldn't be such a thing as a perfect church. Right? And so they went on basically for like 30 minutes about different things that people will say is their excuse to not go to church and not submit to that authority in their life and uh it's just one of those things where 
every you have to realize everyone is a sinner and so when you look around and you see oh hey i'm going to this church all these people are so much more spiritually mature than me they do still sin even if they aren't telling you and so yeah i kind of got off topic but I, you know yeah we covered a church <clears throat> i mean that's relevant so. we covered we covered a church last week that um, the saying of like the church is full of hypocrites which like a everyone's a hypocrite because none of us are perfect, right? <clears throat> right. But be like, yeah, the church is full of sinners, and therefore there are right. hypocrites present. But like, how do you uh, appropriately respond to that? It and also I, a lot of it just you know it all starts with with realizing everyone's in the same boat, and like, you know, person A might be struggling with this, and I can like point out their worldly sin of this, but I've also struggled with that to some degree, and realizing that, and that's kind of what we covered in John eight as well of like. You know, he who is without sin, throw the first stone, right. which is in, which is in the, the law of like, you, if you've committed the same sin, like you can't, you know, stone someone with that, that perform that same sin. And I think all of us have, you know, such depth to our sin that we could not, you know, we could not condemn anybody because it's yeah. like, we've all struggled with it at one point. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Tristan, you want to get to, uh, yeah, let's get our to super these. sweet segment. Yes. The um rainbow of the podcast i would like to say because it is beautiful and okay uh, this week we don't have any serious questions and i uh <laughs> i really semi appreciate that kind of you know wish y'all could give us something good yes but, if you listen if you listen to this and have any of us on any social media whatsoever send us a serious question please also we're, we're begging you um <laughs> Yeah, you can you can literally reach out at any time, not just when we post stories about, oh, hey, we're recording. I have any questions. Literally anything comes in your mind, message it to us on our account at the Kitchen Table Pod and just let us know that it's uh, for the podcast. We also have a link to email us if you want to get more in depth and we can cover a more specific situation or just reach out to you one on one. But anyways, we'll get into these questions that we have. We're talking to your mom. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, we got from Ben. He says, "Can goldfish become a cereal?" Wow! Is this this is Ben from from yes. back yes, in Tulsa. Yep. What a dog! Yep. Hopefully, he He's listens to animal. this. Yeah. Ben, if you're listening to this, you're awesome. He's a dog. But goldfish isn't a cereal; bark, bark. it's a snack. I'm gonna so. try it. I'm gonna try it. What are you putting you in? it? What are you pouring? I'm in gonna it. take not flavor blasted. Should I oh, flavor you should. You, no, if you're gonna no. do it, you better overdo it. You can't say okay. flavor blasted. No. Yeah, we're doing yeah. flavor blasted. Flavor blasted. This nasty this to weekend, bro, that I milk's gonna drink, be disgusting. Don't do milk. I will. He has to flavor blasted goldfish wow. with milk, and I will have them we'll record it. it to record me doing it, wow. and we will we'll post, post it. it. Yeah, we'll post it, and I will let you know. Wow. If it can be a cereal. Wow. He's dedicated to the podcast. I I love that commitment. Trade your insides. Trade the kitchen table. You know, what if, okay, what if you had them separate though? What if you were like eating goldfish while drinking milk? Would that have the same no, effect? Because no. then, is that, then might as well take some cocoa puffs and eat No, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, when you eat it, would it be similar? No. Because the second you pour that milk, the second you pour that milk on the goldfish, they get soggy and I was gross. Gonna say, I want oh. some soggy goldfish and trade. Do you guys like your cereal soggy? I do it. I do at the at some point. You need like a good no, balance. There's a perfect not, time to I eat the cereal. Each, that's why I quit eating cereals because no cereals stay crunchy long enough anymore. Then you need to put less cereal in it. I mean, you're probably not wrong, <laughs> but I don't like. I get the box out, yeah. pour one big bowl, and then I don't have to get it back out again. Have y'all ever ate like 
an absurd amount of cereal in one sitting. No, because yeah. cereal. I, I have a, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> Half a box. Unpopular, unpopular like, opinion. Okay, last semester when I was struggling for real, uh, <laughs> I was up till like three o'clock in the morning. It always is in the morning. If, if you ever make that decision midday, it was like three o'clock in the morning. I just got done finishing up a homework assignment. I roll in my kitchen. Okay, I look in the fridge. I'm like, I got milk, and I got milk, and that's it. And then I look in the pantry, I got ramen, and I got cereal. And I was like, oh, cereal what sounds cereal? Like, It was actually a very odd cereal that I don't eat very often, but I like it, but honeycombs. Ooh. What if you made ramen noodles and milk? <laughs> okay, before we go down that rabbit hole, I just have to say one more thing before we move on to the next question. Cereal, overrated. Changed my mind. Mm. I would say it's appropriately rated. Yes. It's yes. a cheap it is it's a cheap sear it's a cheap breakfast or cheap snack. It can be expensive if you want it though. Yeah. If you get bougie with it. Yeah. If you get like that natural Anyways, we're gonna move on to the next question. This one <laughs> comes from Peyton out of Vanita, aka Ooh. also one of my roommates. He says LeBron James or Michael Jordan. See, I don't know what you mean by that. I don't know if you're talking goat debate. I don't know if you're talking ring debate. I don't know if you're talking talk like the best president GM because yeah. owner because Michael's uh-huh. the only owner out of those two so yeah. far. It, you can make arguments for LeBron. I think, he's, I think he's saying who's better. I'm sure he's saying who's better, but the you can't goat. never compare because one's 50 and one's 34. Yeah. You'll never find well, out. And they're prime, even. You and they're prime, you can't compare. Let's, they're not the same type of Tristan, player. Tristan. You can compare Michael to Kobe and Tristan. D-Wade. You but can't compare Michael to Kobe. Speaking sake, of D-Wade. For the sake of the ar- argument, Tristan. R.I.P. my man, D-Wade. For the sake of the he's argument. He's not dead. He's just out of give, the NBA. Give your answer, at least. if you could. My answer, 1A, LeBron James. 1B, Michael Jordan. You can't rank one over the other because they're two different basketball players. Okay, well, since you put LeBron at A, I'm going to say that you said LeBron was better. Okay, tied first, LeBron and Michael. Okay, that's not possible. We all know if we had kids, we would pick a favorite and say (laughs) my favorite, and then the other one you would say, okay, you're the second favorite. Yeah. So we'll test and see if my Carter's sister's heard really... He's we'll, had, he has three brothers. He's never heard about something. Two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> he I've the been the favorite brother. at times, but I've also been the least favorite. So we'll test to see like. if my sister listens. I, can... I am definitely the favorite. <laughs> and I will know if she listens because she will send she me a strongly that. worded text. That is the funniest thing. That's awesome. So my mom will listen first and she'll send me a strongly worded mom, text. Mom, am I the favorite? <laughs> That's tough. She's going to listen. Probably. She does We'll get her as a guest speaker. I know because she interrupts my music streaming on my Spotify account. I'll be like listening to music and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, this is Jacob. Welcome to Tom's 2020. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's me. That is such a cool That's thing. really funny. That's really cool. Uh, but LeBron, Kobe, or Le- LeBron, LeBron. Uh, Ooh, that's a fact. Michael. Kobe's definitely not in that. <laughs> LeBron, Michael, uh, it's just really hard to compare him. I think LeBron would win one-on-one solely because he's bigger, but as a leader, Michael's definitely a better leader for a team. Um, and, yeah, I think I think he basically changed the Bulls franchise when he, you know, went there. Went there. Yeah, and LeBron is floating around. The game. You know, and now else? he's now he's at the Lakers, and I mean, breaking the news: Lakers. Magic Johnson out as president. You know, you I know, can go on for fifty minutes. You know what else changed the Bulls franchise? Mm-hmm. Is Derrick Rose breaking his ankle seven seasons in a row? It actually was. He tore his ACL. Well, he has problems. He, he does. He might go back in the offseason. All right, we're going to not let this turn into a basketball podcast. Anyway. Anyways. Because I would let it. Speaking but, uh, of, I wanted to mention this earlier. That Dwayne Wade video <laughs> I saw on Twi- Tristan's Twitter. Legit. Oh, I, I watched two more right after we got done with Momentum, really and I cried. 
It was so, really good. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys need to listen, like watch a good video. Budweiser did a thing with Dwayne Wade, and it was very really awesome. It was really Budweiser good. makes it was the very best inspiring. promo videos. It's very inspiring. I would recommend it. Yeah. Um, anyways. Anyways. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for having patience to wait for us. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. They're not yeah. doctors though. Yeah. The other kind of patience. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna edit some other way. All right. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. I know it's been a little while. We're glad to be back. Hopefully, we can get this to a more consistent basis again. But until next time, we will see y'all later. Follow us okay. at the Kitchen Table Pod.